You're listening to the Remax Hustle Podcast, brought to you by Remax of Western Canada. Well, welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. My name is Wade Patterson. I'm a franchise coordinator with Remax of Western Canada, and I am your host for this audio experience. The Remax Hustle Podcast is all about providing you with value by leveraging the knowledge and expertise of our Remax network. On this episode, I'm joined by Colin Krieg of Remax Kelowna. Colin has been surrounded by real estate his entire life, and he works closely with his parents, Wolf and Julie, as part of the Krieg family real estate team. In 2006, at the time of receiving his real estate license, Colin was the youngest realtor in BC. Since then, he has earned many Remax awards and even spoken at the Remax R4 conference in Las Vegas. When he's not helping buyers and sellers, Colin enjoys photography, videography, cycling, and boating. Colin, welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. Hey, thanks, Wade. I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you on as well. And as an only child growing up with realtor parents, was your destiny laid out from the get-go, or did you ever think that you might get involved with another career? Yeah, great question. Uh, when I was 12, I, I really got into computers and, and started building websites even at a young age and, and even started selling them when I was 13, and that sort of bought me my first car. And so I was really excited to be in, in tech and in the web, and it was an exciting time in that industry. And my dad said, well, you know, that you're, you're doing great, but really, you should sell real estate. How many websites do you have to sell in comparison to a house? And uh, so he definitely was a big push uh, for me to go into real estate at a young age, 100%. Right. And I imagine there's some probably obvious benefits of having realtor parents, but was there any challenges or unique obstacles that you faced uh, being the son of two real estate parents? Yeah. So uh, the obvious benefits are, of course, instant credibility. That was huge. And especially when you're 19 years old, but also showing up to appointments and Wolf's not there and they say, well, who, who are you and, and where's the rest of the team? And we want the team leader and, and the, the hunger behind it. Uh, so I really had to work a little bit harder and, and prove myself because who's going to trust some kid who's never even owned a home or, you know, looks like he's 12. We were chatting before the podcast and you mentioned that 2017 was your best year. And then last year in 2018, your production actually got cut in half. What happened? Yeah, that's an interesting question. And I remember my dad always talking about, you know, you got to keep your foot on the gas pedal. And uh, if you take it off just 10%, your, your production's going to fall. And so 2017, I, I was so fortunate. I squeaked into Chairman's Club and I, I was over the moon. And I think that resonated with me a lot through 2017. And I mentally, subconsciously, I thought, well, you know, I don't have to work that hard. I, I made it into Chairman's. Look at the hero that I am. And it really worked against me. Uh, the, the start of the year started strong and it started to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. And then in August, I didn't sell a single home. It was brutal. And so I woke up in September and I said, this can't happen. And so I said, that's it. I'm putting my foot down. Uh, I really got to ramp this back up. So September, I sold one property. And then in October, um, I did six transactions, which was a, a huge turnaround from, from nothing uh, but nothing changed. I didn't spend any more money on marketing. I didn't send out any flyers. It was all internal. And that was a really big lesson for me. So diving into that deeper, what internally had to change? Uh, for me, it's a lot about focus and, and just staying mental and, and staying focused every day. I have to work on this. If I go for a week and say, well, you know, I'm just going to sort of dipsy doodle and, and hum along instantly. I, I see things starting to, to slow down. So I, I really need to stay on top of it, I found. 
Uh, and there's a, a few tricks that I found that, that work for me and, and maybe work for other people too. Can you share some of those tricks? Of course. So a lot of it for me is, is goal setting and, and mindset. And so what I've done is I, I've taken my goals for the year. I've done a, a me, low, medium and high. And then I've broken them down, uh, averaged out my commissions and said, okay, how many transactions do I have to do to reach each of these goals? And then I've broken it down even further into increments of 10 days. And that I really like because then it get resets three times a month. And so it gives me really small increments and I can measure my success and say, okay, how am I doing in these 10 days? And if I don't have enough transactions for these 10 days, well, then I know I have to buckle down even harder for the next 10. Or if I do even over my goal for those 10 days, then great. Well, the next 10, I can ignore that first 10 and, and still keep grinding. Or if I have a really bad first 10, then it gives me an opportunity to reset. And I say, okay, well, I'll ignore that. I just got to get the next 10 days. Uh, and that's worked really well for me. 2017, strong year. 2018, you had to make that adjustment. How's 2019 looking so far for you? It's looking fantastic. In 2018, I was able to do 33 transactions uh, on my own. And then this year so far, I'm actually at 33 right now. And we're uh, not quite halfway through the year. That's awesome. And so what kind of systems have you put in place to make sure your business is running as smoothly as possible? So the first thing I do is I print out a sheet that says I need X number of deals every 10 days uh, and call me materialistic, but I like things. So, you know, whether it's boats or, or uh, I'd love to get a Porsche one day. So I have a picture of that and it sits right in my bathroom mirror. I look at it every single morning and every night before I go to bed. And that keeps me motivated of, okay, what am I going to do to get my next deals? Transaction management wise, my parents always uh, had a really great system of hanging everything on the walls. So they, they printed out MLS sheets uh, and everything about the listing and they would hang it on the wall. So it'd have one row for listings, one row for pendings and closings. And so you could just glance at the wall. If somebody called, you had all the information or we can just glance at the wall and know what's happening with the business. Are we busy? You, just by looking at it, it's right in your face. And so I wanted to take that and digitize it. And I was able to do that with Trello. And it's a free software, which I like. And I, I do exactly that. I have a column for active listings, pendings, closings. I have all of the important documents uploaded there, disclosure statements, title, listing information, contact information, uh, and everything's constantly available at my fingertips. It all comes with due dates for reminder emails even. Uh, it's been an absolute lifesaver. It's interesting that you mentioned that because one of the questions I wanted to ask is working with your parents, I would imagine because they have so much experience, they're probably used to doing certain things certain ways, but then you come into the business and you have kind of a fresh look and maybe digitizing things, that type of thing. Did your parents have resistance to some of those suggestions or were they pretty open to your ideas? Great question. I'm really fortunate. Uh, my dad was always on board with uh, technology and we were one of the first people to, to have a professional website done at the time through a local company here. Uh, no, it, it was never a big hustle or push. As long as I led the charge, he was on board. Interested in learning more about a career in real estate? Head over to joinremax.ca. I mentioned in the bio you enjoy photography and video. So specifically, how have you incorporated those things into your real estate business? So it started with photography, uh, and I'm really fortunate that I fell in love with photography because now I get to take our own listing photos, which has now become a bit of a daunting task. <laughs> but uh, it, it's been really great that I can use that, and I can use that as an edge uh, in my listing presentations and, and spin that to my advantage and say, okay, great. I can see this from the perspective of the, uh, the buyer and the realtors and the photographer. And so I can choose the best angles that way. 
as opposed to a professional photographer. So if you don't have uh, the, the skill or the excitement to learn, then, you know, you want to spin it the way of having a professional photographer is better, of course. Uh, and from there, it progressed into video. I, again, found a passion for video and was able to use that in the business. It started with fun videos on the side, and then we started doing uh, video walkthroughs of properties and market updates. And I did market updates with Wolf, and they've been really well received. Wolf is just such a character. Uh, he's he's slowing down now in real estate, so we'll see if I can pull them off on my own or not. Um, to be seen, I guess. <laughs> And I would imagine you're connected with a lot of other real estate agents on social media. What is one tip you would give from all the videos you've seen, maybe just one basic across the board tip that anyone who's shooting videos at an amateur level could take their videos up to the next level in terms of quality? Definitely. I think audio is really important. Uh, And if not audio, having subtitles, because a lot of people don't I uh, have the ability to listen to what they're watching at the time, you know, whether that's on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, a lot of people are doing it in their office where they shouldn't be or while they're walking downtown or whatever it is. Uh, so, or at least having, we just did a uh, series on Instagram. And so we, we cut it into five different segments and then each segment had a, like a, a subtitle of what we were discussing at the time. So people still get the gist of it without hearing it. You sit on our top producer panel at Sales Associate Orientation quite often, at least once a year, typically. What is your number one tip for someone who is brand new to the industry or perhaps somebody who has just come over from a different brand joining Remax? Yeah, good question. I would say just get out and meet as many people, if you're, especially if you're starting in the industry or if you're moving to a new city, uh, find whatever you're passionate about and, and go and do that. If it is playing soccer, join a soccer team. If it's, if it's volleyball, do that. If it's playing cards, then, then do that, but don't shove real estate down people's throat. Uh, I, for me, finding a genuine interest in other people, the conversation always leads back to, well, Colin, you know, what, what do you do and, and how can you help? Uh, I remember looking at all of my referral sources the other year, and I had more referrals from people I had not done business with than people I had done business with. That's shocking. Uh, so as long as people see that you actually care about them, it's going to come back to you. Great advice. And I also mentioned in the bio, you've spoken at the Remax R4 convention, and I know that you make a point of attending a lot of Remax events. What's the value in attending a Remax event? I'm, I'm really looking forward to the one coming up here in, for Western Canada, the Activate Conference, but they've been great. If nothing else, it's a, a wonderful social atmosphere. I had a lot of hesitation going to the Remax conferences my first five or six years because I, I was intimidated. I was in my 20s. I said, I don't know anybody that's going. Don't be nervous. Check them out. It's really welcoming. It's a great environment. They have phenomenal speakers. I, I make lists and I, every time I, I see a speaker, I write it down and I put it in a Google Doc. So if ever I'm slowing down and I say, well, you know, I need some extra motivation. What am I going to do? I can go back and say, okay, well, I have all these notes from these phenomenal speakers. Pick two things and do that. Uh, and it's been a really great resource for that. And then, of course, you meet agents from all over and naturally builds referral networks. And you mentioned a tip there, but and I've asked this question a number of times on the podcast, but specifically for maybe somebody attending their first conference, is there something beyond taking specific notes of the speakers that you'd suggest so that they get the most out of their conference experience? I, I would say just try and attend as many events at the conference as possible and, and don't just stand in the corner by yourself. You got to step out of your comfort zone a little bit and, and go out and meet people. And 
if nothing else, that's great training for what you should be doing in your own city back home meeting clients. Good stuff. And Colin, as you know, this is the Remax Hustle podcast. We like to end every podcast with a hustle tip. So essentially, when you need to get something done, what is your Remax Hustle tip for accomplishing that task? So I went to a Richard Robbins seminar and I saw somebody speak. And unfortunately, I forget his name, but he had a great tip that's worked really well for me. And that is when I need to be incredibly productive or I have a super busy day or I'm dragging and not getting things done, he will write everything down that he needs to get done by the minute. And he'll write it down on paper, not on his phone or anywhere else. And he'll write it down. Okay, 9.32 to 9.37, I'm doing this. 9.37 to 9.52, I'm doing this. And then he'll add a 10-minute buffer for leeway time. And then again at it. And it makes me so productive and I get so much done. If I did that all year, I should just do it all year. (laughs) (laughs) That's very, I might try that myself. That sounds fantastic. Well, thanks so much, Colin, for taking the time to share your knowledge on this episode of the Remax Hustle podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. If anybody wants um, like my goal sheet that I made up or, or anything that I talked about today, feel free to send me an email, Colin at wolf, like the animal, homes with an S dot com. And that's all for this episode. We hope that you took away an idea or strategy to help grow your business and perhaps most importantly, allow you to continue that Remax Hustle. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Remax Hustle podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from.